thank you for tuning in to the Advent Life Podcast, your therapeutic outlet for venting the good and the misunderstood experiences in life. I'm your host, Crystal, and before we get into today's episode, I want to take a moment briefly and talk about our sponsor. Today we have a new sponsor, Health is Wealth CMOS Gels. CMOS has many great health benefits, anti-inflammatory properties, immune system, uh, thyroid, blood pressure, blood glucose support, and more. CMOS is great for overall health in both men and women because it contains 92 of the required 102 essential vitamins and minerals that our body needs for ideal daily functionality. This sea vegetable is also said to build strong bones and help with nerve function. Now, I can attest to this, you guys, because I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Now, I have been um, consuming the CMOS gel, uh, I guess, since October. And um, that's not a long time, but I kid you not, I, I can... I can see the difference. I can feel the difference, rather, especially the anti-inflammatory um, properties. Um, I have like arthritis in my hand, and I promise you, because I have purposely and not on purpose gone a couple of days without taking it, and um, my let me tell you, day one, I'm hurting. I'm hurting bad. But it only took um, maybe a couple of days for it to like really get in my system and for me to start feeling the benefits. But I was like testing it. So that's why I would go a little a couple of days without it just to see. But it really does work. Now, I have not had any blood work done because I also have a thyroid condition. But I haven't had any blood work done to see how those levels are. But as far as the anti-inflammatory um, property, I, listen, I'm a thousand percent in. I cannot go without this stuff. And I am forever grateful to the good folks over at Health is Wealth CMOS Gels. So to find out other health benefits of CMOS and place your order, please visit www.cmosgels.net. Okay, so today's topic is YOLO, which is an acronym, Y-O-L-O, that stands for You Only Live Once. And that's what I want to talk about today, living, only living once. And, and what are you doing with the life that you have been granted here on earth? Um, this week was an interesting week for me. Um, this entire show is today, this episode is, is definitely going to be a transparent moment. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I just felt led to share because I know I'm not, I'm not the only one. God gave me a heart and uh, um, a desire to help others who are who are struggling with some of the same issues that I have overcome or that I am currently, you know, going through and overcoming. Um, 
and I'm not ashamed to tell my story or give my testimony. Um, my life is literally an open book. <laughs> um, I've written uh, a couple books that um, detail intimate moments of my life. Um, but I'm okay with that because I know that it's going to, it's, it's helpful to others. And so that's, that's my mission. I mean, I'm not trying to put anybody on blast or anything like that, but, um, I have to do what I was called to do, whether others understand it or not. And that's, that's really what today's episode is about. Um, so this week I found myself um, being requested to explain more of myself uh, well beyond what I felt I needed to. Um, and I shouldn't have been put in that position or that situation. And so as a result, um, some relationships are are suffering, will suffer are going to suffer, uh, are broken or severely damaged. Like, yeah, it was a mess, but, um, it didn't start. It didn't start this week. Um, I, I'm 41 and I, I have always lived my life. Um, I say for others, as opposed to myself. I even moved. I didn't I didn't really have any intentions of moving to to Georgia. Um well not to Augusta, maybe to some part of Georgia, but I, I knew I didn't want to stay in Alabama, but where I was going I didn't know. Um but yeah I didn't I felt lost for the most part from day one when I got here. Um, that's not to say that I, I was in the wrong place, but I was in the wrong place spiritually. Um, and it took some time for me to see, uh, what basically it took, it took time and, and lessons for me to, to, to see what part I played in what wasn't going right. Or what was going right in my life. Um, and in a situation you find yourself in, um, especially negative ones, before you place the blame on someone else, you need to 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 look back and assess the situation and, and, and realize what part you played in getting to, to that point. Um I want to, this is, this is just a word of advice. And, um, you know, I realized this a a long time ago, um, for sure. When I was writing, um, my first book, 17 and seven, um, a lot of experiences that I had, you know, they were, they meant something to me. They were memorable to me, but other people have no no recollection of. And that was hard for me to understand. I'm like, this was such an important, like a pivotal moment in my life. And you don't remember, but it wasn't important to them. 
just like things that are important to other people, I I probably have no no recollection of. I can't even remember some people that I went to school with name and in my city we went to uh elementary, junior high and high school with the same people. So that's that's a long time and then to just like literally forget their names or I might remember their names but can't remember what they look like. I don't I don't know why that is. Um but the point was that some moments that are memorable for you um, are not that significant to others. Um, but even still, you can't neglect someone's experience of you just because um, just because your intent or motive was not properly executed. Um, what I mean by that is if, um, if someone says, if I say you hurt my feelings, um, you can't say, girl, I ain't hurt your feelings. Yes, you did. H- how do you know what you did to me? Just because you weren't intending to hurt my feelings does not mean that my feelings were not hurt. And then, um... If I ask for an apology and you double down, now I'm like, oh, (laughs) so you are neglecting my feelings and you don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just life, life, life is interesting. Life can be, life can be hard. I'm just going to be honest. I'm keeping a book. Keep it a book. Life, life can be hard. But um, what I had to realize is um, I just had to take, take inventory and, and see what part I played in, um, in the demise or downfall or whatever you want to call it of situations that I found myself in. And what I came to realize that for most of my life, if not all, up until for sure a few years ago, I lived my life for other people. I was, as my therapist (laughs) calls me, a yes girl. Um, If you ask me to do something, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got you. If if I can do it. And let's be honest, I can do a lot of stuff. You know, not not bragging. I'm just saying I just I can. I just I can do a lot of stuff. And if I can do it, I will do it. Or or I'll teach myself how to do it. I remember my mama, um, I wanted I needed a perm so bad. Well, I ain't need one, but I wanted one so bad. And my mama kept saying, Oh, I'm too tired today. I can't do it today. I gotta do this today, you know, whatever. I was like, Okay, tell you what. Since you cannot, I will. And that's when I started doing my hair. I just, and it didn't fall out. So I was like, okay, cool. I took the skills that I learned on my own, on myself. And that's how I made money in college was doing other other students' hair. You know, so um, 
but yeah, I, I, I realized that, uh, I, I lived my life for everyone else. And, um, until a few years ago, I decided that I can't, I cannot, I cannot continue this way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's almost like it's not godly. <laughs> you know, I know we're supposed to, um, you know, our purpose is tied or connected to, to helping others, but, but there is a difference, you know, where you are helping someone and when you are living for them, like, it's like, um, uh, for me, um, I didn't consult God a lot and I prayed and, 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 and I granted I've been in church since I'm, since I'm young, but, uh, I wasn't consulting God often enough. I did what I thought others wanted me to do more often than I did what God told me to do. And that's, that's the, that's the realness of it. That's exactly what I was doing. Um, but as I uh, desired to strengthen my relationship with Christ more and walk fully in my purpose, um, that that yes man mentality, it died. And those who were accustomed to me being a yes man or yes woman, yes girl, whatever. Um I I'd like to I'ma say it was hard for them to adjust. And um they couldn't see me for uh for being blinded by how I used to be or what they wanted for me to be. Or who they wanted me to be. But I can't live my life for anyone else. I have to do what is best for Crystal. And what's best for Crystal is doing what God created me to do. Now I have um, I have worked on myself and on my relationship and on my spirit long enough. And, and hard enough so that I can decipher whose voice I'm hearing, whether it's God, you know, my own, or, you know, when the enemy is, is, is trying to, to creep in. I worked hard on, um, on listening to, um, the discernment of spirits that the gift that I was given, um, because it's not always, it's not always easy to, um, cause you want, you want to see the good in people, but that's not always what people are offering. And so now I know instead of testing, testing them in a way, I know you're supposed to test the spirit by the spirit, but you're, I was testing people because I'm like, this is not who you are supposed to be. And so I would, test them in a way as in giving them opportunity upon opportunity to to be different or to do different but they kept making the same poor choices um 
And so I usually would end up getting the short end of the stick or getting hurt. Like I've always done that. I am learning to to hear God's voice when he speaks to me. And he's always speaking and I'm learning to be obedient. Um, 2022, the focus is obedience. 2021 was about faith. So we've been working all this year, you know, focusing, I mean, other lessons we have learned, but the focus has really been on strengthening our faith and our walk with Christ so that we can be obedient for the the upcoming the upcoming months because God is God's going to be telling us to do things and it's not going to it's not going to make sense. <laughs> it's not going to make sense. No way shape form or fashion our mind cannot comprehend the greatness of God. We we have limited um, vocabulary and uh, experience to fully, uh, to fully express how great God is. Like I don't have a word for it. I would like to say magnificent, but I'm, He's greater than that. God is greater than than that to me, and so I want to be obedient. I I have this one life, and I got to get it right. Even at 41, I'll be 42. Um, and oh my God, I'm about to be 42. And a little over a month, my birthday is January 11th. So I will be 42. And I've, I only just now feel like I have started, started living. Like really, like really. Because I spent so much time doing what other people wanted me to do. Going where other people wanted me to go. I wasn't listening to myself or to God. I was solely just like, well, maybe I was listening to self, but, and and self was trying to please, to please others. But, you know, we, we, we only have, YOLO, you, you only live once. We, we have this one life here on earth and we have to make, we have to make it count. And for me, I, I have this life and, um, I want to be granted entrance into the next. (laughs) Like I want to, I want to go to heaven. I want to, to, um, once this, this assignment is over with, I want to live on in heaven. And I can't do that trying to please man. So, um, what I did was, is I took, some time and I looked up scriptures that focus on living an abundant life for Christ and not um not uh giving into to man's agenda. There are plenty. Um I just chose a, a few. Um so here we go. Matthew 6 and 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. John 10 and 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. 
Um, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Psalms 90 and 12. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Now this one, listen, this one right here almost took me. This this spoke so so loudly to me, um, Psalms 90 and 12. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. That that said to me that I don't have as much time as I, I would like to think that because my days are numbered. I'm not here for forever. Um, and so I need to to use wisdom with the time that I have been granted. And pleasing man is not me using wisdom. Pleasing God is exercising wisdom. And if you do that, if you listen to that, that God voice inside of you telling you not to go to the left today, but to go to the right, not to, you know, engage with this person, but get just pray for him or, you know, give him a couple bucks and keep him moving, you know, um, Man, our lives would be so much more fulfilling. I'm not saying easy. I'm not saying easy. But they would be so much more fulfilling. Our days are numbered. But we have to use wisdom to get through the time that we have that we have left. Here we go. Colossians 3 and 23. Whatever you do, work heartily. As for the Lord and not for man. Whatever you are doing, do it as if you are doing it for the Lord himself and not to please man. I think what people don't realize is if you if you follow Christ and his plan, everything else is going to fall into place. I think people just genuinely don't realize that. If you live for Christ, provisions are going to be made. The money is going to come. Um, man, your, your life would be so much more fulfilling and it, and it, it takes the guesswork out of, out of a lot of stuff. It's just like everything will fall in into place. And I know that now I didn't know that, um, you know, a few, say five years ago, I didn't know that. Um, I'm not new to Christ, but, um, this, this side of the journey, (laughs) uh, I'm different and a lot of people don't like it. And I can't be concerned with that. If I'm being honest, you know, um, I would like to think that I could say, Hey, God told me to leave my job of 10 years and, and walk with him, go into ministry full time. And he was going to provide for me. I would like to think that I could tell, you know, people that, and they'd be like, oh my God, that's so awesome. You know, whatever you need me to do, I'm here to help. I would like to think that's how life works, but unfortunately, so others may not understand because it doesn't look like their life. We all are on a path, but, and they're not, they may be similar, but they're not the same. Um, we're individuals. No one person is alike. Even even identical twins, there's something. There is something. You can't tell me that every hair on their head is in the same 
is in the same place. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something, something different about them. So um, we're all unique. We all have a purpose and, um, and we have to do, do what God is calling us to do for our lives. And if other people, you know, don't understand or can't get with the program or whatever the case may be, that's really on them. I don't, I am personally, I don't feel like I should have to, I hate explaining myself. I really do. I really hate explaining myself and I don't feel like I should have to, um, a lot of the time, um, some people, you know, your children, you might want to, you know, sit them down and talk to them, but child, for the most part, I don't feel like I should have to explain anything to anybody. Um, but I was, I was just tired of feeling lost and I knew I needed to make some changes in my life. And so I have been doing just that. Um, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or anything, but, um, I heard Devon Franklin say that, um, even when you operate in your purpose, um, your mistakes will work towards, towards your good. Um, and, and I found comfort in that because while I would love to be perfect, I know I'm not, um, but, but I'm trying to get it right. I'm no longer a yes man or a yes girl. I'm no longer trying to please man, family, friends. I'm doing what God wants me to do. My, my objective is to please God and everything else should fall into place. That includes me. Sometimes I do stuff. I'm like, girl, I can't even believe you doing this. For instance, this podcast, I don't even like to talk. <laughs> I don't like to speak. I'm not a, I'm not a public speaker. However, um, was that this morning? I think this morning I, I said on, um, because um, at this point in time, we are going uh, through my book, God, Family, and Everything Else. It's a 21-day commitment guide to help um, to help believers prioritize their lives, um, you know, so we can, we can walk out our purpose. And if I'm not mistaken this morning, um, I said, well, I honestly can't even remember what I said. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that point. Um, so yeah, that happens. It, it, it probably was going to be real good too. <laughs> so hopefully it'll, um, it'll come back to my, to my remembrance and I can, I can share whatever that thought was, um, thought was with you. So, um, but the episode question of today is who are you living for? Are you living for Christ? Are you living for yourself? Or are you living to please family and, and, and man and, and strangers. Like who, who are you living for? I want you to go over to our Instagram page at event life for you and look for episode post 108 and, um, leave your, leave your comment there. And the question again is who are you living for? 
So this week in social media, um, I saved a meme of a sniper uh, trying to to look through the scope at at their target, but but their eyes (laughs) were closed, right? Doesn't make any sense, right? (laughs) How you trying to to be a sniper and with your, you know, with your target and, and your eyes closed, you can't see. And the caption read, what it looks like when people use scripture out of context to defend their argument. Now, this is a, a this, I, this really pisses me off. I hate when people use God instead of allowing God to use them. God said that to me a few years ago. Um, I don't remember the situation, but it just really stuck with me. I think I'm, I wrote it in a book somewhere. I, I made a meme of it. Like I, it just really stuck with me and, and I felt the need to continuously share it. Don't use God. Let God use you. I hate when people, um, it's just like dudes. Like when, when, when I was single, um, guys would, you know, pick up that you know that I'm a Christian woman and uh and try to use my faith to get with me that's that's so annoying <laughs> like and I can tell you you don't read the Bible you don't go to church but but yet you're saying all these things but lying lying just to um just to be in my presence it is so annoying but a lot of people do it. They use God to um, to uh, to, I guess, enforce their own agenda. Um, just like what was that movie? Not not Twelve Years a Slave, but uh, I think it's Nate Turner. I, gosh, what's the name of that movie? Is it Nate Turner? Anyway, the movie that talks about Nate Turner and and, and the black preacher. Um, who was going around the um, slave masters had him going around because he could read and he was very knowledgeable about the Bible. And they had him going around to the different plantations and preaching. Um, they would pick and choose the scriptures though. So they might say, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, focus heavily on this scripture that says, obey your master or whatever. I don't know how, how it goes, but um, but there's a scripture that does say something about obeying your master or something to that effect. And so they would be like, focus on that. And so the slave mind is like, oh, this, this plantation owner is my master. I need to obey him. I need to do what he is saying to do. But that's not, uh, that's not the, the entire context of what the scripture is about, but people do that a lot. Um, just like um i think i talked about this a few weeks ago the scripture that says um that um oh god loves a cheerful giver um preachers only only use that scripture i've only heard i can't this is what my experience i've only heard that scripture um related to tithing but it is not tithing solely it's giving period um but if you only hear it in the context of of tithing then that's what you're going to relate it to and so that's that's if unless you do your research on your own which you should be doing but um 
then that's what it'll mean to you. And so it'll be totally taken out of context. It doesn't just apply to tithing. It applies to, to giving period. And so, um, but a lot of, a lot of, um, people take scripture and, and use it to be manipulative. And if I, my mama said all the time, manipulation is a form of witchcraft. And you know what the Bible say about witchcraft. So, um, anything surrounding, surrounding that is not of God. So, so that's why it it pisses me off when people use scripture for their agenda. Don't use God. Let God use you. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, and I'm laughing because again, it's all connected. I literally was having that conversation, um, I think I was talking to my kids. Um, and then today it it was um it was in my social media posts. So here I am talking about it. And I saved that a couple of days ago. I didn't know why I saved it. I just thought I was like, mm, you know, this this makes sense to me. Let me save it. And, and here I am having to um it's part of the the podcast today. But now to help us grow emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, it's time for our crystals gem. Y'all, guess what today's gem is? Just guess. Okay, I'll tell you. It's overthinking robs you of your faith. Now, my my stance on overthinking is, is a common approach or common sense approach. Um, but I used to be a a serial overthinker, <laughs> like for real. Listen, you, <laughs> I was I was bad with it. I was very bad with it. Um, I had to be delivered from that because if I call you and you don't answer the phone, oh my God, you're dead. You're in the hospital. I'm like. It, the list goes on. And so um, what I learned was that overthinking will have you stressed to capacity about something that has not happened, has not happened, and and probably won't. Probably won't. Overthinking robs you of your faith. Um, that's big. That's doubt. Overthinking is doubt. Um, if you're praying for something and then, you know, overthinking, overthinking it and doubting that it's going to happen, it's, it's, canceling, it's canceling the prayer out. It's canceling the faith in what you're praying for. Um, I heard, I, gosh, was it Jerry Flowers? I think it was. Um, he is the founder of Redefine TV. He said that um, overthinking is a misuse of creativity. And I couldn't agree more. And so, guys, I'm going to leave you with that. Overthinking is a misuse of creativity. 
So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Um, remember to answer the episode question, who are you living for on our IG page at Ivent Life for You. I love you beyond. Remember to be a light in this world of darkness and I will see you next time. Bye.